Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode, another edition of Let's Talk TV Live. I'm your host, Barbara Barnett, and I'm the executive editor of Blog Critics Magazine and publisher, editor-in-chief and everything at the Let's Talk TV TV blog and the author of Chasing Zebras, The Unofficial Guide to House MD, which is available at Amazon. Barnes and Noble and everywhere fine books are sold. And our, we are joined tonight by our usual gang, um, Our Heart Chrissy. Hi, Our Heart. Hi, how are you? I am good. How are you? Doing good. Excited to talk about this episode. Me too. And we are also joined tonight by Jerome Wetzel TV, also known as Jimmy. <laughs> or James. Um, so, uh, and, and they are both on Twitter, so make sure you follow those guys. They also both write for, uh, blog critics. So, um, welcome aboard guys. Wow. We have a hopping group. We got eight people in the chat room. We got a bunch of people in the queue. Um, I want to do a couple things first. I'm, I've got, I'm sure I've got an announcement to make. We have a special guest coming on board, um, next Am I not talking loudly enough? Um, we have we have a special guest coming on board next week. Ask me who it is. Who? Oh, yeah, it's probably special, Barbara. I'm on every week. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but a special special guest. Um, so should I tell you guys now or make you wait? Oh, I'm going to make you guess. I think I'm going to make you guess. Oh, make us guess. All right. Okay, so how, I'm going to make... Have people in the chat box guess who could possibly be. Yes, I think you questions. play 20 questions. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. I hope none of them read your uh, poster. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to be That's so funny. mean. I'm going to be so mean. You know what? No, I'm, I'm not going to play those games. Um, <laughs> I'm nice. So um, we're going to have on the wonderful Dylan Schmid who plays the okay. young bell. And um, so I, I love, no, it is not, it is not, it is not, maybe sometime, maybe sometime we'll have him on. That would be great. Um, Robbie Kay would be great too. Um, but Dylan Schmidt, who plays Balefire, and I interviewed him a couple of years ago. Uh, for blog critics, and I've stayed in touch with him and his mom, and I happened to uh, tweet her um, the other day, and uh, or actually direct message her, and asked her if, if Dylan would be game to come on the show, 
and he definitely um, he will be. So uh, ha, Becky says, "Yay, Balefire! He would be able to talk because he has a head." Yes, yeah. the headless. <laughs> Yeah, the headless horseman would not be able to talk. I don't think he talks. Um, he and I don't, yeah. going on. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just a little scared of the headless horseman. I mean, he's kind of this Hessian big soldier dude. Um, mm-hmm. he's, oh, his mom favorited my drawing of Emily a few days ago. She's lovely. Sherry Schmidt is lovely to talk with. And uh, so Dylan is going to be with us. And he's going to be on the show for about 45 minutes, maybe a little more. And um, I'm going to interview him first and, uh, and then bring in uh, Jimmy and, um, of course, Chrissy. And then I am going to open it up so that, um, so that Dylan's fans, and I know he's got tons of fans, the interview that I did with him a couple of years ago is still immensely popular um, on Blog Critic. So, um, he, so, so people will get to talk to him, and uh, talk, we can talk about – his role on Once, uh, Once Upon a Time, uh, the time that he has spent with, uh, and, and his mom told me that he has spent a lot of time backstage with Robert Carlyle and with Colin O'Donohue. So maybe there are cool stories he can tell us without telling too much. So, um, so that is coming up. So um, I also want to announce, you know, there's going to be a long hiatus when Once Upon a Time goes off the air in December. And um, a couple of the things that I'm going to do is I'm going to have, as one special show, an X-Files 20th anniversary special. So, And I'm going to try to get a guest on for that. Um, And um, I'm I'm reading the chat room here. Uh, Yes, the first 11 episodes are going by really, really fast. And um, so... um, I'm going to have an X-Files special episode. I'm going to try to get on somebody, somebody like maybe Dean Haglund, maybe be William B. Davis. I, I'm not sure. But I'm going to try to get someone to come on the show. And I know one of the, one of the things I also want to do is, and I haven't forgotten all the house fans that read me. So I'm going to have a house, um, a house episode or two. And uh, we'll talk about Downton Abbey, and uh, which is coming up, and we'll be talking about lots of other stuff too. So that will be. And oh, and then the other thing I'm going to do is I am going to do a special show on science fiction television. I'm so I'm that. I yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. Um, I'm I'm actually thinking of doing a book on science fiction. And television is a big part of that. So um, I'm going to do a special show, and, I, and I've, I've got a guest I think I've got lined up for that. So anyway, so that should be uh, during the hiatus. So I have a couple of things I wanted to talk about before we got to talking about Once Upon a Time. Um, we mark the passing this week of Marshall Wallace, who was um, for many years Bart Simpson's teacher. On the Stimson. Yeah, um, and, and before, yeah, and before that, of course, Marshall Wallace was a big part of the Bob Newhart show uh, yeah. back mm-hmm. back in the day. Um, she was just great. She was really funny. She had fabulous comedic timing, 
and um, I just, uh, you know, she she will be missed. So that's really sad. Oh, they're already talking about uh, science fiction in the uh, chat room here. Yay, Star Trek, Star Wars. Don't get us started on that debate. Hold it for the for the. <laughs> oh the Lord, here we go. Okay. Um, I, I actually <laughs> I love Star Wars and I love Star Trek, and I've gotten into quite some debates here about about those show about the 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 debate about the debate. Um, so um, yes, our heart is put in the chat room. The her interview with um, William B. Davis that she did. And please click on that for sure. Um, yeah. Cool. yeah. It was crazy. I still can't believe I talked to him. I spent almost an hour, I think over an hour talking to him. It was crazy, but it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's an nice. incredibly smart man and yeah. really, really, um, yeah. So let's see. The other thing I wanted to do is make mention for all of you writer people out there, and I know that a lot of my fans are writers, um, this week starts National Novel Writing Month on November 1st, NaNoWriMo. And um, I will be participating. Um, I'm going to try. Huh? The, the, the rules of NaNoWriMo are you are supposed to write a novel from scratch in a month, 50,000 words. Um, it could be really Ooh. crappy writing. <laughs> it's not I'm meant thinking to I might be, try that. <laughs> not, not meant to be the final draft. And one of the things I know that Jane Espenson hosts during NaNoWriMo, if you follow her, she will have writing sprints. So, you know, an hour starting now. We're going to write for an hour. So um, it is great. You should not be – oh, Angela, do yeah. not be intimidated to do NaNoWriMo. It is so much fun. Um, I'm going to do it. I'm going to host writing sprints. It doesn't matter. Crappy writing is good. You know, I was told, I took a class um, and I finished my novel during this class I took. And it was a 12-week class. And the idea of the class was never to go back. You never go back. You always You always go ahead. And once you have finished it, even if it doesn't match, the beginning doesn't match the ending, it's okay. Because you'll go back and the most of and when you're writing a novel, the most important part of it is the editing. You just write yeah. it out and you can edit it. So that's the idea. Um, you know, you once upon a fangirl says, I can barely write an email. You know, you can actually write mm. a novel that's a bunch of emails strung together. You could do that. <laughs> but I encourage everyone who likes writing to give their hand. You could even do fan fiction. Fan fiction is absolutely legitimate part of NaNoWriMo. It's, it's fun, it's, too. Yeah, totally accepted. Um, I got my start writing. Well, I didn't. But, I mean, I kind of got my big start writing fiction when I was writing fan fiction for X-Files. Ha, ha, ha. Back in the day. And then for House. Um, and I stopped writing fan fiction when I got really, really serious about it. I've written, I wrote about 20 X-Files fan fictions. I wrote about 40 House fan fictions. And I wrote one Stargate Universe fan fiction. And nothing for Once Upon a Time because then I started getting really serious about my writing and decided to kind of abandon the fan fiction thing. So I rec I really, really recommend everybody to do NaNoWriMo. I will be hosting my own writing sprints during the month as I write. Oh, what exactly is fan fiction? A question from the chat room. Okay, so fan fiction is when. Let's see. 
So let's do a a a Rumbel fan fiction. Yeah. So okay, so you take the characters <laughs> of Rumpelstiltskin and Belle, and you write what you would like to see happen, <laughs> and not necessarily what you see on the page. But the trick is that you keep the characters in character, right? So you have to basically write um, write a story about the characters you love in the setting that you love, but wow. it's your own story. So it's kind of like what screenwriter, what, what, what TV writers do all the time, right? Somebody creates a show, say it's David Shore creating House, and you have all these writers that start writing for it. And they take someone else's characters and they write stories for them. And that's what fan fiction is. So there have been all kinds of weird mashups that I've seen <laughs> that have been kind of like, okay. Um, but, you know, it can be really silly and it can be really funny and it can be really serious. I personally liked angsty uh, fan fiction, which you probably could have guessed, right, guys? Me, the uh, angst. Yeah, right. Okay, so um, let's see. Oh, the other thing I wanted to mark, and I want to ask the, the gang, I already know my co-hosts here um, haven't done the assignment. Last week, I asked We're everybody bad. to watch Spunkit and McLean. Because it's on Netflix. And did anyone, did anyone watch Plunkett and McLean? Raise your hand if you watched. I'm not seeing anyone raising their hand. Okay, so that's the assignment for this week. But I'm going to add to it. (laughs) I'm going to add to it. Um, So there was the passing this week, sadly, of a really terrific British director, and her name was Antonia Bird. And Antonia Bird did – she was – I've, I've, I've listened to interviews with her, and I never, I, don't, I never interviewed her, and I certainly don't presume to know her. Um, but she's a British, she was a British independent director who did movies like Priest. She did it's a good Halloween movie, Ravenous um, Face. She did a lot of um, very independent kind of social realism school kind of films. And um, she is noteworthy. The reason I'm bringing her up in this context is because she was a longtime collaborator uh, with Robert Carlyle. And several of his movies were directed by her, including Priest, including Safe, which I've never seen because I don't know where to find it. Um, So there's Safe, there's Face, there's um, Priest. And there's Ravenous. There's a lot of, like, one-word title movies I see here. <laughs> I didn't realize. Um, and, and some of the – and none of those are available um, on Netflix. I don't, Ravenous might be. Ravenous might be on Netflix. Um, but none of the others. So the others you kind of have to look for um, a little harder. But they're all really, really worthwhile movies. So I suggest everyone go out and watch her movies in honor of this great – terrific director of independent British cinema. So that's all I'm going to say about it. Um, Okay. So, um, wow. I am like, I should never look at my email. (laughs) I should (laughs) never, ever look at my email. Um, So, oh, screeners. Oh my gosh. Okay. Screeners. Yay. Um, I just got an email about screeners. So um, anyway, 
I uh, want to jump to Once Upon a Time. I think that was all I wanted to do. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, I, I covered everything. Um, okay, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna actually I've got somebody new in the chat room, and I'm curious as to who this. Oh, I've got more new people in the chat room. Um, oh, but they're not, they don't have the little question mark next to their name. So I guess they don't want to talk to me. Um, so I'm not going to bring So, um, so guys, what did you think of last night's episode? So ahead, Jimmy, please. why don't you go first? <laughs> um, there are some very nice character moments in the current storyline. Uh, some of the backstory of Hook, though, even though I really like seeing it, was a little hokey. It almost felt like they were trying too hard to make him a good guy after the fact. Yeah. I mean, okay. and, and the way, and they just kind of like weren't consistent with it. Um, okay. And yeah. it definitely had a problem with the way his crew switched to pirates, like instantly. Did you read yeah, my, that's what we were did, either, did either of you guys read my review? That's exactly what I said. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. but I said the same thing in my review. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really abrupt. I hear you, and I, I, I kind of like the way they show him starting out as a, a really a good guy, you know, a really nice guy, um, you know, staunch and true, and you know, good-hearted and all that. Um, but um, then that switch to pirate just. It seemed where, where they were going with that seemed like it was really out of character. Well, I mean, like, I understood, you know, the switch, and in, in that they felt betrayed by their government because of the poisoning right. thing. But, but, how do but you there wasn't the... enough there. Like it wasn't. I, I mean, he didn't even explain himself to the crew, and they barely know him. He wasn't their leader for a long period of time. Right. I mean, right. just blindly switch was silly. Yeah, we're going to go from being soldiers to being pirates. Yeah, like I just, well, for me, I mean, yeah, I mean, I like that they're trying, well, you know me, I I love Hook, you know, and I like that they're trying yeah. to rehabilitate him and stuff. But I feel like, yeah, it was weird that that the crew, yeah, like what Jim said, you know, the crew decides all of a sudden, okay, we're going to be pirates. And then, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's weird. Like they're gonna, they're con- he's condemning the king for being greedy and whatever, just a tyrant. And then, isn't that what the pirates are? I mean, like, you know, I, I it's not like it's Robin Hood, where Robin Hood is taking from the rich to give to the poor. I mean, the, the whole. And none of the pirates had like families they wanted to return to, but they didn't. Yeah, I, I just, I just thought it, it rang a little false to me and a little rushed. And I didn't, yeah. I totally, I didn't, I didn't mind. Uh-oh, somebody lost the sound. Uh-oh. Becky Uh-oh. says, uh, he's really angry. Team. Okay. So he was really angry with, with the king, but it was really Peter Pan who killed his brother. That wasn't undeniable. There wasn't undeniable proof the king was plotting to kill a whole race. That's only what Pan right. told them. So, yeah. 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 It so that, like, I, I, when I was, Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> it was rushed. And I think, you know, one of the things that they did, and I think they've done brilliantly with Rumpel's character, is um, they really told his story over three years. And I mm-hmm. think we've 
he he's earned. And we're still missing and, pieces. We're still, we're still missing. Yeah. Well, he's such. A, I mean, he's such an important character to the show. That yeah, we're mm-hmm. gonna miss pieces. And I understand they want to tell Hook's story, but and and even when they told Red's story, Red Riding Hood's story, it was done with a lot more subtlety. I thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So well, it was um, more, it's just like it was. Just, First of all, they should have had more in the beginning about the the fact that, you know, whatever the conflict is, the major conflict that, that Hook had with the king, that should have been flushed out a lot more in detail. I yeah, mean, I would have liked to have seen that happen over a few episodes. And yeah. you know, I don't yeah, I don't I don't have a problem with him being furious with the king. I don't have a problem with no. his actions out at all um right. but i think it went um i think it it just to me it just seemed it, too abrupt it and, was, it was and out of character you go from a guy who's got such a strong moral compass that he's right. infuriated at the brutality of the king he serves why right. wouldn't he say i'm going to have a revolution against this guy or i'm going to right. tell everyone you know, to decide to go lawless and to decide to emulate this. So that's that's kind of what, what it kind of bothered me. And this is how I felt, that they would have liked seeing the king and the court maybe have some scenes yeah. where they interacted. Well, yeah, and I mean, I get it. Uh, maybe they they just didn't, they did, for lack of time. I mean, obviously, I mean, it's Yeah, and they have to compress things. Yeah, yeah I mean, but they I mean, like when, things. But Hook is such a... a huge major character. I mean, as much as they have cultivated Rumpelstiltskin's character and Regina's character, you know, Regina, I I just feel like they are trying to redeem him and turn him around, so I feel like they should have taken the same amount of time with him. And, you know, this whole thing with, you know, kissing Emma, I mean, the thing is with this is that I do think they have chemistry. I mean, I've always liked the banter between them and this and that. I mean, but for me, it's, it's end game is they. I mean, that's the bottom line. And so now, of course, yeah, he's probably going to keep it from keep uh, keep it from Emma until the very last moment that Bay is alive. I think that eventually, sure. you know, I think he's going to tell her. So you know, he's trying to kind of be a good guy. I mean, I think it inherently he sort of is a good guy. I mean, he is a pirate, yeah. But I mean. Yeah, He's not without any kind of moral compass. Well, right, you know and I mean? that's, that's what I think they were trying to prove last yeah. night. I just think that that it would have been better to sort of to to, to redeem him, to re, to rehabilitate his character in one episode. I think was too much to do, and I yeah. get well, and the fact, I'm sorry, and the fact that the present day scenes kind of contrasted with that. He kept insisting he wasn't noble and he wasn't saving David just to. Save David. It was all for an ulterior motive. I mean, that didn't line up either. Yeah. No, I agree with you on that. Yeah. I, I, so I, I guess, and you know, I mean, I'm I'm reading the comments in the chat room. Um, Angela says, I think it seemed abrupt because we didn't see the whole picture, just snapshots. Yeah. That's possible, and I think that that's the writing, and I think that there could have been smoother, you know, smoother stuff. <laughs> yes. He's definitely been more likable this season, and I think that's by design. I think that they get that he's a popular character, so they're redeeming him. 
what a fangirl says. I like in what was I like in what was done last night, how they wrote Rumpel in season one. They were successful in giving us a snapshot of Rumpel's life prior to being a dark one. This is not successful. Yeah, I mean, but the other thing is, is that he's. I just really feel like they took the time to develop whatever the background was going right. to be. I just, I don't and think, I think they, they did that. Or yeah, and I think like they, they feel. I think they feel in a real hurry to rehabilitate the character because he is really popular. And I yeah. think that, that I, I think they're rushing it just a little bit. Um, now, there were lots of things that I loved about the episode. Um, I do love, I, I loved the, um, I really loved the relationship between Charming and Hook in the present yeah. day story. Ooh. I thought that was really good. I really liked oh, it. I really, um, I really like. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but I really liked that that Hook was dragging him there um, to save his life, and kind of a nice little selfless act. Um, Matt Cartelli, hi Matt. I think you're new to the show. Um, I think they dragged out things too long before. I like the faster pacing of this season. Um, I, I love the pacing of this season. I think it is absolutely, um, I think this is absolutely a wonderful season, without a doubt. Um, yeah. There will, there oh, Becky says there will, probably, there will probably be some more backstory with Hook and Bay. Question mark. Okay, yeah. back. So I'm going to I'm going to answer you by saying one of the things that Dylan's uh Dylan Schmidt's mom told me um is that she, that he spaz has spent quite a bit of time backstage with both Robert Carlyle which we know that most of his scenes are with him and with Colin O'Donohue. Ooh, so I'm guessing, I'm guessing from that that um he we will we will have time spent between Young Bay and Hook. And we can ask Dylan about that next week on the show, right here on the show. Um, so that would be great. Um, and, you know, I mean, Kate Kate says, must everything be about Rumpel? Um, I, I love Rumpel, but not everything should be about him. Uh, right. The whole episode was not about him. What are you talking about? He wasn't in it. He wasn't in it. He wasn't, he wasn't he, unless he was in that yeah. box at the end. He wasn't in it. Well, you know, okay, well, let's get, we'll get to that in a second. Hang on. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he was not in the episode at all. And one of the things that I liked about the week before, which was a, which was a Rumpel episode, was that everyone was in it. To me, that's when the show works the best, is when mm-hmm. everyone's in it. So, um, Okay, so um, Once Upon a Fangirl says, one of my favorite scenes in last night's episode was Regina uh, ripping yeah. a heart out. Yes, that okay. That was so, amazing. I love that okay. Emma went with So, yes. With okay, so this is what I loved. So one of the things I loved so much about last night was Regina finally got to do something. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> She's been a little she bit in the background there, man. Got to do something. And she was right. Yes, yeah, she was. She got to be right. For one. Was she? I mean, yeah, yeah she did. You, she, she did something great and helped save him. But my question at the end of that was, 
now is Emma going down the wrong path? Because Emma embraced that so much, and what cost? You know, I mean, so concerned yeah. about the cost. What's that yeah, going to cost magic. Emma's soul to act like that? Right, magic comes with a price. Ha ha. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Although, um, when, when did Emma start saying our son? I I picked up on that and thought yeah. that was funny. Yeah, did you too? I was like, oh my god, okay. Now that she's best buddies, it's Arson. Arson. I know. Son. I was that, like, that was Arson. wild. That was wild. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, I I like. Yes, they did not kill the lost. Well, they they couldn't no. kill the lost boy well. because the lost boy had yes. to go and uh and go, go to Henry and tell Henry. That you know, but I think it'll be interesting to see if they're going to actually um, use the boy now to get in because now they can yeah. control him. So, yeah, because they, right, they can control him now. Um, yeah. So that it is, and I wonder what the cost is going to be for that. <clears throat> I don't know. So that's kind of interesting. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm still getting yeah, over that hole just a little bit, but I think I think oh, so Becky says I think that Regina will help teach Emma. How to uh, use her yeah. magic now? Yeah, I mean, because Emma's got magic; she's got to sort of use it for good. But I really, I mean, because because Regina has had very little to do so far yeah, this year. I agree. So I think, coming, more so, I think, I think we're going to get more, though. I mean, um, it's going to be interesting to see how when they're at the point where they have to get Henry. If she's going to, you know, if he's going to tell her no, not to do it, you know what I mean? Like if he, if she's going to be able to, whoa, sorry, I'm having technical difficulties here. Hold Uh-oh, on. that's not good. Ah, okay. Can you okay. hear me? Yes, I can, can hear you. Hear me now? <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't. Um, no, but I was just going to say that Regina, you know, she, it's going to be interesting to see if she, in turn, you know, does whatever she has to do. And if Henry is faking it being on Pan's side or faking this whole thing and is going to, you know, I'm anxious to see how it's going to end, how Regina is going to really be pivotal in this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, she hasn't really done that. See how all of these guys, I mean, and, and, you know, as uh, David Goodman, when I interviewed him, um, said, you know, each of the characters is being confronted with who they are and how they're going to react in this. I mean, this is a test. Each one of them is being tested. So you have this week, Hook is being tested in a way. Um, yeah. You know, and, and, and he's shown himself to be of good heart, except, except I wonder what he's going to decide now that he knows that Neil is alive. Mm-hmm. What's he going to do? Think, well, I, I don't think he's going to tell her until the last minute. I think he's going to revert back to the old, you know. Oh, but is he, going to, is he going to do Neil Harm? Because Pan wants, see, Pan is promising Hook that he can have Emma and right. get off the island if he kills Neil. I don't think he's going to do I think it'll come down to the last minute. I just don't think he'll do it. I think that he's trying really hard to do the right thing. I think he's not going to. Especially, you know, they want him to be rehabilitated. I mean, I think that Emma's going to find out 
that he knew that Neil was alive this, the whole time. So I think it's going to mm-hmm. go on up until that moment. And then he's going to probably, I think he's going to um, um, uh, rescue him. I think he's going to play the, I think he's going to play Pan and I think that he's going to make it a point so that he can get to him. And then at the very last second, he's going to let him go. That's yeah, I, I think so. I, 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 and and I, I agree with Angela that he won't harm Neil because he cares quite a bit about Neil. Um, yeah, Neil Balefire. So, um, so I'm, I'm reading in the chat room here. Um, once upon a fangirl says, I think both Regina and Rumpel will surprise us in this particular story arc. Yes. And, and yeah. next week's episode, it looks like, oh, should I read the press release from ABC that I just got? Yes. Yes. I have a theory about next week's episode. Okay. So I'm going to, and you know, before I do that, I want to talk about the cage at the end. Oh, yeah. So, so who's so in who the cage? I think I know. Mm-hmm. Who, I think I know. I mean, Rumple seems the obvious, but I'm hoping it's not. Who is it? Um, yeah. Could it be Tiger Lily or Tinkerbell? Yeah, I don't think it's Rumple. I don't think it's Rumple. No, I don't think it, it's Rumple. This is what I think. Okay, are you ready for my theory? Okay, what's your theory? I think it's probably Tinkerbell, okay, in the box. Oh, yeah, I think so. But, but, I think that, you know, we, we, oh, well, maybe I should, I wait till you, we talk about the next thing. Uh, Maybe I'll wait. Anyway, but my feeling is, is like, you guys saw the preview for next week. And you yeah. see uh, Regina just completely. I don't know what the hell. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, so 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 don't say that yet because I want to okay, do okay, this I won't say that, yet. that. All right. So, but okay. let me read the let me read the press release for next week. I I think it's Tink. Somebody yeah. said Rumple's dad. I don't think it's Rumple's dad. No. And I don't think it's Rumple because, as Angela says, Rumple is running free in the promo for next week. So it's not it's not yeah. Rumple. Um, it could be Tink. It could very well be Tink. Some uh, people have Tink. said that they thought it's Belle. I don't think it's Belle. I but I do hope that somebody new or somebody we haven't seen in a while. Well, so once upon a time, girl said Belle looks to be Pam's shadow. It could, yeah. This could be. Uh, okay. This could be. What if it's Rumpel's shadow? Well, okay, so there's a thing about we going around that I really, really like. That's one of my one of my readers um, proposed on uh, Twitter, and I'm going to tell you what it is in a minute, which is actually kind of a cool theory. So hang on a second. I'm going to read the press release for next week's episode. Um, after being, This is the headline. After being saved by Ariel, Snow White returns the favor by helping her new friend get acquainted with Prince Eric and Emma, Mary, Margaret, and David, and Hook attempt to rescue Neil from Pan's encampment in Once Upon a Time. So we know from that that Hook does, that, that Emma does find out that Neil is, is around. So, um, so this is what the press release says. Back in the fairy tale land that was, when Ariel saves Snow White from drowning in the ocean's depths, Snow returns the favor by helping her new friend get acquainted with Prince Eric, with whom she has fallen madly in love. Ooh, they have a dangling participle with, oh, bad grammar. Meanwhile, Emma, Mary, I'm the editor, right? 
the editor and me. Meanwhile, Emma, Mary, Margaret, David, and Hook attempt to save Neil, who is imprisoned in one of Pan's encampments. And Regina and Mr. Gold begrudgingly team up to find a way to take down Pan. So that's the setup next week. So do you want to hear my theory? This is my bell theory. My bell theory. My theory is that during this whole time, we've seen our Rumble and and Rumple having these conversations with Belle. I think it's really been Pan this whole time in disguise as Belle. Wow. What do you think of that? And it was that because he plays games. You like hmm. my theory? Hmm. Interesting. I was I was thinking about that earlier today. I'm like, hmm. What if? So he's just playing what? mind games. Yes, and it would totally fit the, I mean, of course, he's, he's trying to freak him out. He's trying to, to kind of psych him out in, in some ways, you know, and and I think lead him emotionally wherever he wants him to go, you know, even though, you know, what he, what uh, Rumpel is saying, you know, he thinks he's talking to Belle, but no, I think he's been talking to Pan this whole time. So, okay, so I'm going back here in the, um, it, that's an interesting theory. And I'm going yes. back in the um, the chat room here because there's a ton of people talking the in the chat shadow. room. Or the shadow. Yeah, people um, are saying it's Rumpel's sh- shadow in the shadow Rumpel's shadow. Now, Matt Cartelli asks, I wonder if the press will get to screen 306, given it's the – well, okay, so they usually don't screen um, sweeps episodes for us. Um, you know, the definitely the premiere, possibly – the finale, but um, there are sometimes. Although I have to say, we did we, they did give us February sweeps episodes, so um, I am not sure it's possible. So I will if I if I if we do get screeners, it'll probably be Wednesday or Thursday. Usually that's what they do. So um, gosh, there's so many people typing, I cannot keep up. The committee. Okay, so I'm I'm going back here. Um, Angela says, well, it looks as if Vision Bell is going to go away. Um, whoa, that just swept by me again. Um, sorry about that. Um, that she is there. Okay. She says, yes, they are going to show a storybook from when the gang first left. They are backtracking in the timeline. So that's interesting. Um, Sarah thinks that it's not Rumpel's shadow, but it's Pan's shadow. Pan's shadow. Ooh. Well, yeah. Manhattan that's a possibility a fe- too, though. I just said, yeah, Matt says, wait, but I thought Manhattan was a February sweeps app. Yes, it was. And that they and I just backtracked. I said, yes, they did show us that one. So I saw um, they pre-screened Manhattan and the Miller's Daughter both. So, um I don't, but but not the November ones. I don't think. Maybe it was they were. I can't remember now. So it's possible. It's possible. So if I if we get it, um, I will know, and I will do some teasing out on Twitter. So make sure you're following me, guys, on Twitter. Um, if I get some info, I will tease. I don't ever spoil. Um, you guys know that by 
about me by now, no right? Spoilers. Besides, it's, besides, it's better to, to watch without the spoilers, frankly. I mean, like, I like to know, okay, who's coming on, like, who will be on it, like, which characters. But I don't really necessarily want to know what's going to happen, you know? I like yeah. to watch it um, as Oscar Oscar Talks is asking, are you going to be talking about any other shows besides Once Tonight? And I will. We'll do that in the last segment. We'll talk about some other stuff. We usually do that in the first segment. Today I decided we'll do that in the last segment. Um, But we will. We'll talk about some other stuff too. Um, So, yeah. So for any of you who have not seen the promo for next week's episode – you should definitely go and take a look at it. There are some interesting surprises. I put and the I link don't in the chat box. What? I put the oh, link in the chat box. There's yeah. the link. Yes, Ursula and Once Upon a Fangirl. Can you believe it? Who is Can you Ursula? It? Okay, spoiler alert, guys. Spoiler alert. If you don't want to be spoiled, who is Ursula? Did you notice? Oh, yes. I can't even believe ago. it. Yes, it is. It is none other than the evil queen herself. So that's so happy. I I don't get it. Okay, so how do you, Jimmy? What do you think? How do you think that's going to work? I don't know. I mean, I was, you know, I was a little disappointed to see her in that role because I feel like that's a whole different part and kind of takes her out of what we've seen of, of this. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm curious as to how they're going to play. I suppose it can work. I mean, I would have um, uh, remember in Skin Deep when Regina referred to a certain mermaid she was having issues with. So that was planted a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. And yes, and and, and yeah, Lana wanted to be Ursula for a long time. And I mean, look, we've got Rumple still skin is the beast. He's the crocodile. He right. is Rumpelstiltskin, of course, the, the, the guy who stru- spins uh, the fairy godmother from Cinderella. I mean, you've right, got... But Ursula has to, like, live under the sea, you know? Yeah. Well, maybe she's got special... Like, a period of time, the queen just leaves the land and goes and hides under the ocean. So Matt Cartelli says, if you saw the new Fantasyland commercial with Regina that aired back in May, she says, Ariel and our version, the octopus wins. So there, there definitely has Ooh. been some foreshadowing of it. There's no question. Um, so it'll be really interesting. They've been planning this for a really long time, a really mm-hmm. long time. So because they've been planning it, because they've been planning it for so long. I'm thinking that they really know what they want to do with this. Um, and Angela says, I trust them. I trust them. Um, yeah. And I don't know who the writers are from that episode, uh, for that episode, because I haven't looked it up. Um, but, yeah, I, I, let's see what, what happens. I mean, this is the big sweeps time. These are going to be the biggies. Um, and a lot's going to happen in November. Definitely. Totally. And especially as it leads up to the beginning of December when the show hits its mid-season finale. And this arc will be over. Um, be I, mm-hmm. I will almost guarantee you that they're not going um, to bridge this arc into next mini-season. Yeah, no, Neverland will end with the fall run. Yeah, 
it will, and they'll be able to go on. But here we have a big rabbit hood arc for the spring run. That could be. It could very well be. Plus, whether um, they, they recast him because they wanted him for a lot of episodes. Yeah, so I think they will do, uh, and, and that's good because he's had a lot to do with a lot of different people. Um, so that could be really interesting. Um, and, and you know, people are saying in the chat room, yes, um, that Lana uh, Perea is such a great actress, and she is. She's terrific. Um, oh, yeah. There will be one week off on November 24th due to the American Music Awards. Okay, so the big finale um, is going to be... Uh, December. The first, first week in December, yeah. uh, whatever that is, December third or whatever, whatever that is. So it that is, was, I can say, it is uh, December first. So I'm going to actually go to the the queue because I've got a couple of new people and I'm curious to see who they are. So hang on a second. Hi, you are on Let's Talk TV Live. Who are we speaking with? Hello? Oh, maybe she doesn't want to speak. All right. I'm going to take this person out. Maybe she's just listening online. Okay, I'm going to try this other one. Maybe I surprised this person. Okay, if you're in the queue and you don't want to speak, say say now. (laughs) Hang on a second. Hi, you're on the air. Who are we speaking with? She doesn't want to talk. Okay. I, I now know that unless it has a little question mark thingy, that I shouldn't actually. Yeah, the Pied Piper. <laughs> the Pied Piper? Becky yeah, said it was the Pied Piper. <laughs> Who's the Pied Piper? The person that didn't want to speak. <laughs> the person who didn't want to speak. Ah. Okay. Oh, and Sarah says, this is the arc that ends right before my finals. And, oh, that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. So either you're going to do, you know, you're going to have to book ahead of time <laughs> or wait until after your finals is a treat. Exactly. Um, so, okay. So, yes, yeah, we have been talking about the hook story the whole time. Um, so what do you think of the let, – let's go back to Hook. Let's go back to Hook and Emma. So what do you all think of that kiss? Oh, I agree. Oh, uh-huh. I thought Colin O'Donohue's performance was incredible. Yeah. I thought he was great. I really, 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 really liked him. Eh, once upon a can I, girl, can my I, eyes. Can, can I say this? Um, people press one to put their hand up if they want. Oh, they're probably just listening. Yes, that's true. Um, okay. I actually knew that, but I didn't want to be. Okay. So can I just say this? Um, oh, I've met Colin O'Donoghue over the summer. And and I've definitely, he's, he's really good looking and to me, almost too good looking. But I have to say, in that captain's outfit with the bangs, you know, the fringe. Oh, he was looking yummy with the Okay. Oh, I have to yeah. say, you know, yes. Uh, yes, definitely yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I say yes. more of more out, more. Uh, that's the first time I think I've seen him out the uh, red galia, the hook. Where I've never seen him without yeah. it. That's the first he's time. Quite, he, he's I like. He cut a dashing figure. There's no question. Yes. And, and I love the I pony. Say, I loved. I thought his brother was pretty handsome too, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, can uh, we talk about? Okay, we will talk about Robbie K. And I've been, I have been saying that. Um, so the the kiss was really good. 
And the flirtation is nice, but you know what? I think Emma is for Neil, to be honest. Yeah. I really think. But she's definitely attracted to him. Like, she oh. was into that kiss. Oh, but she was into that kiss. Yeah, de- definitely. And I, I want to know. Um, I love the fact. I love the fact that um, that she started kissed out as sort of a oh whatever, you know. She she that big smack on the lips was like almost like a parody of a kiss. Mm-hmm. But then she got into it. And I thought that was a really really good cho- acting choice uh, by Jennifer Morrison to start it with okay whatever kind of a thing. I'm just going to indulge him. But then, um, they really got into it though. Both they did, both yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, Lydian says I don't. Okay, yeah, so, so I'm picking up that that Lydian is a real swan fire. Are you a swan fire? And I, you're not a swan fire. I mean, not swan fire. I'm a swan. I'm sorry. I am I'm a swan I mean, fire. I do like. You know, I think Emma. I mean, I just like the fact that he's so flirty all the time. I love all the little innuendos well, and like, everything. Right he's like a yeah. Yeah. So back to I mean, I just love your that. Your love. Um, that yeah. is that is true. And I think yeah. In the end, I think Neil yeah. and uh, Emma will be together. And and um, the the What's child the of the charming and the yeah. son of the dark one were meant to be together. Yeah. They created a child from true love who is pure magic, the truest believer. Yeah. And if that doesn't spend end game, I don't know what don't, it does. I agree with you. That's a good, yeah, and I think percent. it makes a good tour. And I think it'll make a really nice triangle. Listen, I like uh, Lydia is saying, yeah. true loves don't set uh, set each other up to pay for their crime and bail. <laughs> this is true. Sorry, is don't true. shoot the messenger. Oh, that's funny. And I, and I, well, yeah, I, I, I feel like we need to give Emma some time. She can date Whoa, for a little me, bit. You're, you're, you're breaking yeah, up on you're, you're breaking up. Oh, sorry. Break. Yeah, okay. I just think it would be nice to have a little Emma and Huck before they get to Emma and Bale. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. That would be good. That sounds really well, good. You know, you know they're going to. I mean, up until the moment where she realizes that, oh, my God, he knew that they was here this whole time and didn't tell me. I mean, but at least, you know. And then they can hook up Hook and Regina. Yeah. I think that would well, work. <laughs> Even though Regina's true love is Robin Hood. Well, oh, I'm still confused about that whole thing. I didn't like that at all. I'm sorry. The the, the the oh, Robin right. Hood and Regina situation, and I don't know. I was a little upset Oh, by but that. see, I, I mean, think that must be... Oh, now, wait a second. So if the spring arc is going to be Robin Hood... I'm wondering if that's going to be Regina's love interest going forward. And that's well, Robin Hood? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah but then we need somebody for Hook. And too bad they got rid of Red Riding Hood because that would have really worked hot. out. I, I, yeah, that I like that. They're, nice. they're both a little saucy. Um, mm-hmm. hmm. maybe, maybe her show will get canceled and they can get her back. Yeah, okay, so I'm going to bring, I think this is Sarah that's got her hand up in the queue, as it were. Hang on. Hello, Sarah. Hello. Hi, I'm getting to know your number. (laughs) (laughs) And now you had your hand up. So so what are your your thoughts on last night's episode? 
This was a good episode in my in my opinion. I really like this episode. I think, but I do agree a little bit on the one side that Hook's past was just a little, I mean, it was just a little, I mean, that's the one downside to flashbacks, I guess. Like, you obviously know what is what happened, sort of, but it's the yes. little details that, that I really like about it, how uh, Hook actually made it to Neverland even before he was, cat, like, the captain. Um, right. And how he lost his brother, how he knows so much, how he has, like, a personal, like, like memory. Like, he has just, like, a personal connection to the Dream Shade and why he yeah. knows so much about it. Um, yeah. So that's that's the one. Like that's how I think of it. Like I just okay. Obviously, like it's basically okay. It's no light and Prince Charming. You're obviously going to get Barry in the end. They're going to have Emma, of course. But it's all the little details that I really like that I could pick up on it. That's why I like. So flashbacks right. are fun. Right. Right. And I think we went from point A to point Z really quickly with Huck mm-hmm. without yeah. any teeth. Without there was no tease, so yeah. um, I really, you know, that's what I missed, and and that's what I think was um, my only problem with the episode was the abruptness of that. Um, as I'm circling back around to what I said at the beginning, um, I really liked I liked the story. I liked their take on Captain Hook's origin story. Um, that he was a good guy and he had a brother and he was a young, you know, a young officer in the Navy, um, you know, and, and he really wanted to do good. And he was smacked in the face with reality of the cruelty of people. Um, and I, and I really liked that, you know, I really liked that. Oh yeah. Um, you know, detour, I'm, my eye on the chat room and our heart he has been cast as um as uh, as christian in uh 50 shades of gray jamie dornan i was like oh my god i'm gonna watch it for sure <laughs> i mean oh my gosh my mom read the books and when she told me about it like mom i already know that he was casted. I'm still not going to see the movie. Yeah, I'm not a big Fifty Shades of Fifty. I'm not a big Maybe. Fifty Shades of Grey fan. I haven't so. read the book yet. I haven't read the book, but then I then that that I thought he was going to be in it. Then I'm like, okay, well, I just watch it to see him. Don't waste your time on the books. They're not good. Just just watch the movie if you the want. The books are not okay. good. No, okay. no, no. They're not well written at all. Not no, not at all. Twilight fan fiction, I've heard. I thought those books were just basically fan fiction. Oh, is that it? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Originally written as Twilight fan fiction. Yeah, she wrote Twilight fan fiction, and she changed the names, basically. Mm -hmm. And you know, and it's in got rid of the vampire element. Yeah. So um, that's basically what it is. And um, it actually, interestingly enough, led to um, really the acceptance of, of fan fiction as a legitimate medium. And in fact, there are, uh, it, uh, Amazon has now agreements with a number of networks 
about mm-hmm. selling fan fiction. Oh, that's interesting. Like, literally selling fan fiction. I've heard um, that, yeah. Yeah, and so there are a number of networks that they've done that. It's funny because when I was at Comic-Con and I, was, uh, I had a chance to talk to Chris Carter, um, I said to him, you know, hey, you know, there's so much X-Files as far as fan fiction goes. Um, X-Files probably has some of the best fan fiction that's ever been written, really publishable quality fan fiction. Um, and I asked him, I said, so what do you think the chances are that there'll be some sort of a deal struck between Fox or um, his 1013 Productions and uh, Amazon to make X-Files um, fan fiction publishable? And he said, knowing Fox, not very. So... Uh, <laughs> so we'll see. It was worth um, a try. It was worth a, a try. Yeah, it was worth the try. I had to ask the question. Yeah. Anyway, so um, so what you're saying is is we might not be as crappy as you think. Understanding you're asking. Uh, Becky, could you elaborate? Yeah. I'm what so do you mean? By that? What do you mean by that? Um. Anyway, so, um, so, uh, what, I, I, I just wanted to mention, my, I went off on that tangent because of you, Chrissy, ah, you said it off on I'm a tangent. I'm sorry, you were looking at the chat box. Okay, so oh, you were just talking my, about, you, you were, oh, you're, um, yeah. you're fading in and out, too. I don't know. Oh, that's not good. I don't know why I'm yeah. not. Why am I fading in and out? Um, oh, you know what? I think I'm wondering if I'm hitting the mute button on my uh, headset. <laughs> it was it was tucked it was tucked beneath my elbow. So I think that might be the problem. Um, okay, so so Lydian uh, says we'll have to. She doesn't. It is obvious that you do not ship Swanfire, um, and I. You know, I actually. I actually do. Is, is my sound better now? I hope. Um, oh, good. Okay, so I'm not leaning on my mute button anymore. Ha <laughs> um, Okay. So you know, Lydia. Yeah, you see Hook and Emma. I, I actually like Hook and Emma together. I think they're both damaged, um, damaged, saucy, sassy people. They're hard people. Um, so, um, so Becky's, okay, so, so I'm going to go back to this for one second. Becky says, fan fiction. In other words, if Fifty Shades of Grey isn't quality writing, maybe if we gave it a shot, we might not be as crappy at writing. That's correct. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) there is some actually very, 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 very good fan fiction out there. So, okay. So, um... Angela says, I don't ship Captain Swan, although Hook is growing on me. Hook is growing on yeah. me, too. I, I think that they definitely wanted to rehabilitate him. I don't think that they started as wanting to uh, – I, I think when he first went on, I don't think they saw him as a potential heroic character. Um, but I think they mm-hmm. saw how popular he is, so they kind of want to rehabilitate him, which is fine. Well, now they said to pretend, though, that he was never bad, I feel. Like yeah, the only bad I, things he did pertain to that one love romantic relationship, you know, with Mila. So yeah, yeah. now they're going to show us that he's not as bad as we think he is. Yeah, and that that his taking Mila was not a you know 
was not Well, she went willingly, you know. She went willingly. She fell in love. She went willingly. It's not like it's not like he had to, you know, force her, for God's sake. I mean, she was already put out the door a long time ago. I mean... And in season two, you know, his whole thing was just getting revenge on Rumpel. He wasn't trying to hurt anybody else, and he actually helped out a bit. Right. Right. So I I feel like they're going to make the case that he was never evil. We just had a perception of him. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know, yes, he's, he's, you know, he's one of those guys that is just, you know. Well, um, no, 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 no. I want to go back. No, I want to go back for a second. Okay. Hit the rewind button. Okay. Um, Hook and Mila together. The Mm -hmm. way that it was, um, the way that he treated Rumpel in that context was it's true. That was cruel. It was horrible. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. Not, you oh, know, demeaning yeah. and humiliating. And here's oh, yeah, this guy that was looking for his wife, who is obviously um, a disabled person. Yeah. And, no, mm-hmm. I, I, you can't, you can't ignore. Um, However. You can't ignore However. Hook's, uh, Hook's um, badness. I mean, that's part of him. No more well, than you can ignore Rumpel's badness, and a lot of people try to ignore right. that. And there well, is yeah. a dark part of him. But you got to yeah. remember, like, like what Once Upon a Fan goes like, you know, Hook spent a lot of time around Pan too. You know, he yeah. had to, you know, when he was immersed in that, you know, when you're immersed in a psychological battle daily with this kid. what she needed to be happy and he ignored her and she left him. Mila. That's not mm-hmm. true. Mila, Mila, well, Mila wanted him to fight in the ogre wars. I mean, that was her thing. You know, oh, you mean fight in the ogre wars? Like everybody, you know, he didn't she do didn't, that. That's the, she, that's the only yeah. thing that he didn't do. I mean, she left her son. Exactly. She ran off with another man. She is the person that I think that she sort of worse than Hook almost to a certain extent. But, I mean, they were right. definitely two people I mean, in a pod. Right, right. And and she took her lead. I mean, he took her lead. Right, uh, exactly. And, yeah, I mean, he was a bully, but he's a pirate. That's that's what bullies, that's what they are, they're yeah. bullies. But the thing is, is that he's kind of, he's tried to kind of turn himself around and do the right thing, and now he's going to get sucked back into it because Anne is, you know, in his ear doing, hey, you know, I'll get you what you want if you work, you know, if you work for me. Yeah. You know, yeah. and he's sort of like the, you know, as uh, the, you know, not Jiminy Cricket, the other, the antithesis to Jiminy Cricket for him. And so it's going to be, you know, a battle. It's going to be a battle, another psychological right. thing. He's got to put himself back into that mindset of when he was there before. And he hasn't and because, you know, he's well, trying and to. I, and I, 
and I get what Lydian's saying. She told Rumpel they could leave the village and go where no one knew them. Um, they could see the world and live a new life. Maybe that's something that Rumpel didn't have in him, and maybe, yeah, she could leave him. But um, how she uh, – oh, Jimmy left. Oh, Jimmy leaves it. Uh, I'm sorry. Bye, Jimmy. I know he oh, leaves Jimmy at left. 9. And his oh, and his line was getting his line was getting a little fuzzy too. Um, oh, okay. Bye, Jimmy. Um, but she actually, um, she, you know, she knew what it was, you know, and and right. the thing is that she left her son too. That was a pretty. Well, yes, she left. Uh, she left. I mean, this is the thing. And as much as as Rumple, you know chose to be the dark one over following day into the hole. I mean, Mila completely abandoned both of them, completely abandoned them. And, yeah, and if you, you know, if, if you go which, back to Manhattan, you know, and uh-huh. you go back to Manhattan um, and, you know, you see what Rumpel did and he injured himself. And right. you can argue what he did was a cowardly thing. But I don't think he did it. I don't think in his mind he did it to be cowardly. I think he did it because he didn't want to have his own child grow up fatherless. But wait a minute. Remember, he didn't even know Milo was pregnant until the seer told him. And it was at that point when she's like, you know, your actions on the battlefield are going to, you know, affect. Basically, you're going to leave your son, you know, uh, fatherless or whatever on the battlefield. I mean, it wasn't until that point that he's like, shit, i got to get home. You know, right. that he, when, when, we, when, that, when that episode started, he was happy to be going off to fight right. in right. the war, in the Ogre War, because his father didn't. And so that's why it really upset me when, yeah, he, I think his every intention was, oh my so, God, you know, she's pregnant, now I need to get back there. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that he was trying to avoid the ogre wars. He just didn't want to die, which is what he thought the seer meant. But the seer, but the reason he went back was because he, he had a son. He had a baby. And right. he didn't know that. He didn't know she was right. pregnant when he went off. So, I mean, right. which is a little bit so, and I, and I, you know, and I get what Lydian is saying. Um, you know, yes, if, you know, you're you know, what's worse to have a bitter mother who could possibly be an abusive mother or to have her leave. Right. And that's kind of a, you know, the way we think of it now, um, you know, in our 21st century. Um, right. But, yeah. I mean, and Once Upon a Fangirl says, um, Hook can absolutely be redeemed, as can Rumpel, as can Regina, as can Neil, as can anyone on the show. And that's the point. Yes, absolutely. It's lost all over again. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They did <laughs> and they're trying to redeem themselves. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yes. Um, of course, I think Rumpel and Regina have the longest way to go. Definitely. Yeah. And I think that Rumpel yeah. has come... A very really, long way. really far. He's come a really, really, really long way. Um, I think Regina is trying, but I think she gets you know, back in. you she know, but you know, again, us. you know, and and in you know, and I don't ever want to paint uh, Rumple as being all pure and good and wonderful. As much as I love the character, um, he has a pretty nasty past. I mean, if you think yeah. about him. 
how, why is Regina the way she is? Rumpel because of Rumpel. Well, because of Cora. Yeah, you know, know and, but, but, but how started it? Cora right. started it. Yeah, her 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 anger inside and and everything. She didn't know what to do with it. You know, but then yeah, Rumpel kind of twisted the tea, in other words, to what to 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 kind of enlighten Regina and kind of unlock that rage within her, and then taught her the magic. But ultimately, Regina, I mean, it all begins with Cora, because she hated Cora and what Cora did and how she acted right. and everything like that. Right. But it was, but but instead of channeling that into something positive, Rumpel kind of turned the key and she went dark side. And now yeah. it's going to be really interesting to see somebody in the chat box was saying, yeah, I mean, you know, Henry, if he turns bad, I mean, it'd be a twist. Yeah, but I, you know, I don't know. If I, I mean, I really believe he's sort of getting there. To be honest with you, I mean, you and I were talking about this earlier. Yeah. Brother. So he, you he know that's that's so. the thing. I, I didn't think so. Um, I think mm-hmm. that you know Henry did kind of he was kind of in wonder about having the sword uh, turn real on him, but I yeah. don't think he intentionally cut the boy. You know the lost no, boy. No, I don't think that was intentional. He did not intend that. There's no way. Yeah, no. Uh, he, no, he, he didn't intend surprised. it. And when he got the um, the the word, you know that that Emma and Regina. At first, he thought it was a trick, and then yeah. when he realized it was genuine, um, was I thought that that scene. was. I thought that was a great scene, and it gave him hope. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think that that's a really important thing. Um, and I hope from this. Oh. So uh, the question is, and this, this is a great question. Thank you for asking it, Becky. How is Charming going to get out of Neverland yeah. without dying? How is that going to, what do you guys think about that? Well, oh, what do you think, Sarah? I don't know. <laughs> like The whole time when I was watching that scene, I'm like, it's Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade all over again. Yeah, totally. don't cross the oh do- don't cross the seal out across the, so the main floor. I'm like, I love that too. It's like, oh, I was. Cr- that's know? what I was thinking at the time. I'm like, yeah, oh totally. man, they, they are so screwed with this. I have no. I honestly have no idea. It's going to find a little twist and hopefully get out yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. So, so people like are like Emma's guessing. magic. What about Emma's like, magic? Pixie dust. Um, well, don't forget there's the, the shady blue fairy lady now and the fairy. Yeah. If Pan is killed and, and Henry restores good magic, it could happen. Uh, mm. You know, there's a lot of different things. Um, does Henry believe his family is real and not a trick? Yes, I think yes. And I, yeah, think, I, that, think, he, I think the fact that he has um, he has hope actually is an immunity to Pan. After all, mm-hmm. Pan, Pan's influence is on boys who believe they are abandoned, right? Yeah, on on abandoned boys, abandoned, that. lonely boys, right? right? So you have Rumpel, perfect example, right? The lost boys are all abandoned boys. Yeah, right. So I'm just Henry, hoping at this point. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm just hoping at this point that now 
since Henry does know that his family is coming for him, that he will now be once. I'm hoping that Pan does. I, in the back of my head, the, the my brain is telling me no. Pan knows everything that's going on in this island because he is in oh, tune with everything, with every grain of sand of Neverland. But I, my heart is like telling me, please let Henry just be one little step ahead of Pan and start playing him. And yeah. One, one step away, like one little, he has a little win, a little lead on the board game that Pan, who knows, we don't know how long he has set up this game, that I just really hope that Henry just has a little advantage over it. But, but then once again, my head is saying, you know what? Because of Pan's strong, strong connection to Neverland, I it's like you have to just play that manipulation factor that I had with Cora, that he knows everything that is going on, like how he knew Hook and Emma's kiss was going to happen. Well, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say it like that, but how he would eventually – he always has, like, a backup plan been... to his backup plan. It's, yeah. yeah. In case so... of, it and it's all a game. Charming? I mean, to him, it's, it's all a game. The whole thing it's is a game. It's all a game, and I love it. It's and like, I, oh, I, it's I, like I, I want to beat this kid. I know. Oh, my well, God. Worried, right. so, so I promised Well, remember, Henry dropped the mirror, and it cracked. So yeah. I, I think he was find just playing that fake. Yeah. Like, he was just, he just destroyed it so that if anyone pick, does find it, they can't, like, look into the other side of the mirror and see what is, I'm assuming that that could do it because yeah. what I was thinking, oh, it's a little Farnsworth from Warehouse 13, but it's not. It's right, right. It's my little connection. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh-huh. Um, so, so um, the question is, is Henry, oh, I wanted to talk about um, Robbie Kay for a minute. Um, I have to say, he's just Isn't he off. fabulous? He I is really, him. he is really phenomenal. Um, <clears throat> I mean, he I, is really the next Johnny Depp. That's how I look at him because yeah. he's so. For, I mean, for him to be able to play, he he one on one with freaking Robert Carlyle for God's sakes. I mean, yeah. the scenes that he had. Like, I can't wait for this week, though. I'm anxious to see him. You know, have more conflict with Rumpel. It's going to be great. He's yeah. Incredible. Well. Are, are they going to have, have an encounter? Are they going to have an encounter? I think so. Don't they have Rumpel. I thought I saw in the commercial it was Rumpel and, and Peter Pan. They oh, okay. Well, face. I saw Rumpel and Regina together. Oh, my God. I saw Rumpel and Regina and I did see Pan, but I didn't. I don't think I saw Pan I and Rumpel. I saw Pan and Rumpel together. I don't think I, I saw Maybe it was just. Maybe <clears throat> it was a clip of Pan, and then they—I don't know. Anyway, I'm anxious to see the showdown. I'm dying to see what they're going to do. I want to see that uh, yeah. more than anything. I want to see their past because I called it a couple weeks ago with my friends. Okay, Rumble and Pan have to have known each other as like small children. They must have been close childhood friends. Pan must have like been there for Rumble when his father abandoned him, and. When one day Pan discovers this land where they could live forever and whatnot, Rumple the coward that he was, that in the beginning, I guess, he stayed back, and that is what Pan maybe 
like that's how their friendship turned into like um like a like a I, I, I'm blanking on the word, like an enemy sort of kind of thing. That's what I'm sort of guessing with it. I don't know. I'm, oh, and, and Becky's saying that in episode eight, they're supposed to have, Pan and Rumpel are supposed to have this big showdown. And guess what, guys? Um, David Goodman, who wrote episode eight, um, will be on the show the next night after. Yeah, so that's going to be about very it. cool. So that'll be kind of fun. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, I have a hard time, I'm having a hard time figuring out um, the exact origin story of Rumpel and Peter Pan, and I'm, I'm guessing yeah. I'm going to find that out. Um, not before long. <laughs> we will learn what that origin story is. Obviously, um, that doll is something that Rumpel left behind. Yes. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely. Unable and to see that, that whole and Pan thing. hung on to it and knows that it's something that was incredibly emotionally important to Rumpel. And painful and painful. And really, like the like the Lost Boy says, um, it's nice to know there are still things that can make you cry, yeah, or then make somebody cry or something like that. Um, so that is, I think, a real, um, a real interesting story, and I and I, I totally agree. Robbie Kay really holds his own with these older, experienced actors. It's really he actually comes off as I think the yes the the things you haven't thought about in years still have the ability to make us cry. Yeah, That's the, yeah, and but I I totally I, I I'm saying I I'm without a doubt I think Robbie Kay is the most villainous villain in the entire yeah, yeah. series. Um, I and it's great because he he's a kid. He's so good at being bad. I mean, the sarcasm, the ego, the, the whole, I mean, he's just so flawless. I mean, you wouldn't, you can know it. I mean, he is the nicest kid in the world to talk to. I would just love to, like, know how does he get into that mindset to be, I mean, oh, yeah. it's fun for him. He can be completely opposite, you know, who he really is, which, you know, he can, you know, be as devious and, you know, asshole-ish as you want to be or whatever. I just absolutely yeah. love him. Yeah. Now, he, once upon, portraying it. So, so once upon a fangirl is saying, I want Regina to embrace her magical self full on, uh, full stop, and um, and really stop taking orders from uh, yeah. Emma. Ha, ha. Well, but but the good point, Lydian says, the good point is they don't want to have her going out of control and putting them in danger. So, uh, oh, and wouldn't Regina that be neat, though? Okay, Regina versus <laughs> Pan. Oh, that my gosh. I want to see that. I just want yeah. a nice, like, per, like a one, just, them, just Pan and Regina. Together, Pan could be that awesome with, be with Jennifer and awesome with Robbie. He, I want to see Lana and Robbie and Robbie K together because that will be yeah. See, I, those I, I, who see, like, yeah. that scene would be just epic. Like, because, oh my goodness! Because I think that you know, um, Pan and Rumple, there's too much emotional baggage between them. Yeah, yeah, and 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 Rumple is afraid of Pan's power. So, but I really think that Regina and Pan 
Oh my gosh, she. That'll you know, I could just see her. Just completely new. Yeah, and I. She needs to be in full Evil Queen regalia, though. I mean, I just want her to be. I want her to frighten you know, hell out of him. Ha! Huh. Yeah, I really and truly like. It would be great to see him afraid of something. I mean, he he's not afraid of anything. He controls everything. I just want him to have that moment where he's just like, you know, just at just even a split second of fear in his eyes. I would love that. Just. You know, just for that moment, oh my God, it would be it would be epic. I hope we get it. But, I don't know. But if she if she goes off on it, it could make it worse for them. That's so, cause true. She doesn't she doesn't know enough about Peter Pan to really he, use that. The only person who knows there are only two people, Well, and Hook. There are only two and people Hook. who really know enough about Pan to really maybe stop him. And that would be Hook and Rumpel. Now, I'm really curious, and, and Regina is, is very, yes, she's scary and manipulative and smart. Um, yeah. I am wondering about this um, uneasy alliance between Regina and Rumpel in next episode. Yeah, I'm going to do that going down. What have they got going? They are both very smart. And they are both very manipulative. And what could they possibly do? And I'm sure that Rumpel is, you know, trying to figure that all out right now. So, well, yeah, um, his his shadow is is already ripped off. He ripped off his shadow, and he had the shadow hide his Rumpel still yeah, sword. He doesn't have his dagger. Yeah, he doesn't Maybe Rumpel, have it. Nobody knows, and he doesn't know where it is because he didn't right. want to know. So. Right. And I love I, I love the idea. Okay, so the thing that's missed in the, you know, because we see that Regina and Rumpel have this uneasy alliance, right, to take down Pan, which presupposes mm-hmm. that Rumpel has refused to take Pan's deal. Right. He's going to take right. him on. He's decided that it is his quest. Destiny. It's his destiny, really. It's his to... destiny to take this guy on. Yeah. Um. So the key What's to Pan is not girl? to think about it so darn much. Ha 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 ha. And yeah. just quit. I have a They're thing about him that. Too much that's power. What... He plays mind games. I mean, that's his whole yeah. thing. Is he plays mind games. That's why I'm saying. I don't. Th- I think that Regina realizes that that isn't Belle. He doesn't know. He he thinks it's Belle, and that's why you see him so freaked out when she's she's strangling she Belle. I, on it on Belle I, air quotes. I think it's going to end up being Pan. That's that's my prediction. It's either Pan oh. or Pan or the shadow or, that or the shadow children. Yeah. Not Rumpel's shadow. The shadow that we originally saw yeah. back in yeah. season two and yeah, so Pan's far. Shadow. Pan's shadow, the one that brought over Bay. That shadow. Yeah, no, I totally but, agree with you guys in the chat room that Rumple is not going to kill Henry or harm Henry. Yeah. And um, you know, Lydian says he wish they would think of a different things undo, undoing can mean. Uh, yes, I agree because undoing can mean um, his undoing of his evil side. It could be the undoing yeah. of the Dark One. It could mean the death of the Dark One, and, and Rumpel mm-hmm. would be himself. Now, that would be an interesting, really interesting thing for Rumpel to grapple with, 
if his undoing meant that his magic was taken away and he was just mm-hmm. again this um you know this the kind of basically. huh it was basically the pawnbroker yeah no, just a pawnbroker an antiquities dealer um yeah it's it's uh i i think that could be very interesting and and what he would do because i think he would be missing his power, missing the magic, right. whatever the cost. And I think I he would be that. grappling with that. Um, Does Bumble not realize he got his prophecy from the queen of double meaning? That yes. he never said anything outright. That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. And then Becky said, what if one of the Lost Boys turns on Pan and surprises everybody? That could also happen. That, you know, well, maybe that's it. Maybe maybe um, Emma or Rumple or Regina is able to convince. Um, yeah. Remember, Regina controls one of the Lost Boys now. Right. Well, I think that's going to be interesting. Like he, she can actually. In essence, take all their hearts and then and take all their hearts. The the one that she has now can bring the others to her. She can take out all of their hearts and control. And little will Pan know at the very last moment she they are they are in control and he is not. That would actually be an interesting twist. Right, and I also like yeah. I also like the idea that Henry might turn the Lost Boys against Pan. Yeah. Ooh, that would be he really cool. He would be the new pan. <laughs> totally. <laughs> the, the pan, the believer, though. I mean, I love that he's the true believer. It's just yeah. so awesome, I swear. I yeah. love it. Yeah. It's, it's, uh-huh. You know, this season is much better than last season, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, I'm loving this season. Your enemies even closer. I agree with you, Becky. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. That is uh, uh, Machiavellian, but it is absolutely sure. true. Gosh, we're almost out of time, guys. Oh, already? Oh, my goodness. We've been talking and talking and talking. We haven't talked about any That's other show. Okay. I know. Oh. Well, I will say, I wanted to mention Sleepy Hollow comes back on Monday, November 4th. I'm so excited. It's Yay. been a long three weeks. And, and, but, and, uh, and, 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 and. Almost yeah. Human, Almost Human is yeah, coming on the air week. also next week. And vi- yeah. uh, not next week. I'm sorry. It's, I think it's the week after. I think they postponed it. Um, yeah. But it is because I think they're going to do a two-hour. Um, yeah. It is, I've seen it. It is wonderful. It stars the wonderful Carl Urban, who was Yomer in um, – Lord of the Rings and was oh, Bone okay. Star Trek oh, see, I'm Star so Trek movie that. series. Um, yeah. He's great in it. Um, it is a it's a terrific show. So I highly, highly, highly recommend. So that's your assignment. Well, that's next week. So I can, you know, rem- if I remember next week to remind you guys. Um, I know, really. And I do again. I want to make the announcement that next uh, next Monday on Let's Talk TV Live. We will be joined for 45 minutes um, by Dylan Schmidt, who plays Bellfire. And um, that Yay. should be a lot. And so Can't everybody wait. make sure to bring your friends. 
Uh, you're going to see it all over the place. I'm going to be tweeting it and Facebooking it, and Dylan will be doing the same thing. And uh, hmm. Yes, that's going to be cool. I'm, I'm so that'll be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah. Um, and, oh, and so, oh, Becky says, uh, you remember the tattoo on the guy's back in Red Dragon? Um, the yes, uh, I think isn't that the same, same monster, monster in Sleepy, Sleepy Hollow? Um, I, don't, I don't know. I remember I that know. tattoo because it was on Ray Fine's back. Ha ha ha! Yeah, because that's Ray so Fine funny. Was, Ray Fine starred in Red Dragon. Uh, Do you remember that? Well, Do you know that? He played the. I didn't the, know that. I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, no. played the serial killer in uh, in Red Dragon. He was so good. Oh, oh wow. my god! Really, well, really. Pretty- really good. Once Upon a Time in Wonder has officially gotten good, excellent. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, that started uh, show was awesome. I love, I loved all the little Star Wars like little, little hints in there. It was mm-hmm. awesome. I loved it. Uh, Nave is my favorite. I love Will. Will is my favorite. Yeah. yeah. He's cute. Okay. He's cute. We are, we are down to the time to say goodbye <laughs> to everyone. Goodbye. Um, yes, Once Upon a Fangirl, yes, the knave is amazing. And if you want to see the knave in a movie with Mr. Carlisle, the movie Summer, it is on Netflix. You can see them acting together. Um, Michael, that's Michael Saka, who plays the knave in um, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. And if you're a Jafar fan and you want to see him very young, Get the English Patient, which stars Juliette Binoche and Ray Fiennes and Naveen Andrews, and yeah, a little bit of Defoe. Haha. <laughs> so those are so there's definitely recommendations for movies. I can't wait to hear Jafar's backstory. Um, yeah. And it's time say goodbye to everyone. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Have a good, Have a good Halloween, everyone. Thank you. You too. All right. You too. And I Have will a good... tune in next week, guys. Okay. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Good Bye. Take care. Bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.